Welcome, market participants, to another Three Things in Credit. I'm Van Hesser, Chief Strategist at KBRA. Each week, we bring you three things impacting credit markets that we think you should know about. Welcome back to a barrage of headlines and new issue supply that just won't quit. Onward. This week, our three things are, one, here comes what could be a 10% hit to corporate earnings. It's corporate taxes, which are sure to head higher as part of Biden's redistribution plan. Two, credit deterioration in the buy now, pay later space could be a canary in the coal mine for consumer lenders. We'll explain. And three, the Delta variant is causing travel to fall off once again. But don't think travel, leisure, and hospitality sectors are out of the woods post-COVID. All right, let's dig a bit deeper. Well, that didn't last long. Donald Trump's signature piece of legislation, a cut in the corporate tax rate from 35% to 21% enacted back in 2017, does not seem long for this world. It is revenue target number one for the Biden administration looking to pay for its proposed $3.5 trillion human infrastructure bill. The ultimate size of the spending bill is very much to be determined, with Democratic Senator Joe Manchin saying he can only get comfortable with something on the order of magnitude of $1.5 trillion. Regardless, corporate tax rates are likely to head higher despite past support for cutting those rates coming from both sides of the aisle. While the Biden administration initially signaled it supported an increase in the corporate tax rate to 28%, the thinking lately is that 25% is more likely. In any event, the impact on after-tax corporate earnings, using the Bloomberg consensus estimate for 2022 S&P 500 earnings of $220 a share, pencils out to roughly 10% hit to earnings at 28% and 5% at 25%. That means on the margin, less to invest in growth. And speaking of corporate earnings, $220 EPS for the S&P represents a 33% jump from 2019's result. Does that make sense? The economy will be slowing as stimulus swears off. Competition will return with a vengeance, putting pressure once again on corporate margins. And consumer spending figures to slow as more normal conservatism creeps back into our collective mindset. And for context, let's not forget that in the 10 years leading up to 2019, the compound annual growth rate for the S&P earnings was 10%. The expected rise in the tax rate is but one more headwind corporates will face in 2022. All right, on to our second thing, consumer lending in an abnormal world. A couple of months ago, we highlighted comments made by Capital One CEO Rich Fairbank who pointed out two risks facing consumer lenders in this unusual environment. First, that stimulus and forbearance is having the opposite effect of what usually happens in a downturn, namely a pull forward of credit losses. Stimulus and forbearance are causing consumer loan losses to be pushed out, deferred into the future, mean that we should expect losses to rise as all of those consumer benefits related to the pandemic support wear off in 2022. And second, a related concern that credit models lenders use are getting faked out, in Mr. Fairbank's words, by the solid performance of the consumer in the most recent downturn. That can lead to bad underwriting decisions and ultimately higher loan losses. Now, with this as background, we were alarmed to see a report out of Credit Karma, 
the personal financial services website that highlighted trends in the BNPL space, as in buy now, pay later. Again, back to Mr. Fairbank, who referred to this product as having a, quote, great frictionless customer experience, unquote, made really attractive by the willingness of merchants to pay for the loans via a subsidy, making the loans interest-free. The business appeal took on a whole new light in August when digital payments company Square agreed to buy Australia's BNPL provider Afterpay for $29 billion, that's with a B, dollars. According to Credit Karma, some 42% of Americans have used a BNPL service and some 38%, 38% have fallen behind on payments at least once. Now, the demographics of this product skew young, which goes a long way to explaining the credit performance. But 38% got our attention. Should buyers of consumer loan paper be worried? Well, we worry about frictionless credit subsidized by merchants. We worry that BNPL providers generally do not report the debt to credit bureaus, meaning that consumer debt may be underreported to lenders that rely on credit bureaus. Already, household debt is at a 14-year high, according to the Federal Reserve. We come back to Rich Fairbank's observations once again. The credit quality of the U.S. consumer has been extraordinarily strong. But is it unsustainably strong? That's our words. Now, through the pandemic period, consumer loan performance has been bolstered significantly by actions taken by the Fed and Congress to essentially stave off bankruptcy risks, both commercial and consumer until the pandemic risk was brought under control. In terms of the consumer, we are all now very familiar with the excesses stimulus has provided in terms of personal income. As we normalize, come off this sugar high, there is likely to be a day of reckoning. The BNPL market is likely to be a canary in the coal mine. All right, on to our third thing, the Delta variant's toll on business travel. Here's something we all know. We're traveling way less on business. The fourth quarter was going to be the great return to the road. And in some respects, it is, at least in terms of conferences. The in-person conference calendar is in full swing. But even conferences will be down compared to the past as many business travelers simply will pare back the amount of time they spend on the road, not just out of COVID fear, but because we've learned to do without. Business travel will now be held up to greater scrutiny. Do I really need to travel, or can I just connect virtually? The U.S. and Western Europe have a relatively high percentage, 40 to 50 percent, of business travelers that are in the professional and service sectors where business travel has proven to be less critical during the pandemic, meaning that Zoom works well. Overall, Deloitte expects corporate travel to normalize at 80 percent of 2019 levels. The Wall Street Journal believes that number could be as low as 64%. And Bill Gates believes that number will be 50%. This story made the front page of the Wall Street Journal twice this week, including today. It's especially meaningful to travel companies because business travel accounted for a disproportionate share of airline and hotel profitability. According to Atmosphere Research Group, a travel market research firm in San Francisco, Business travelers account for 55 to 75 percent of airline profits, despite making up just 10 percent of passengers. As for hotels, 
Business travelers account for roughly 70% of Marriott's and Hilton's revenues. The most recent sag in activity from still depressed levels is attributable to the surge in Delta cases. Delta Airlines, which had hoped its corporate business would reach 60% of pre-pandemic levels in September, has backed away from that projection. A survey of business travelers found that 60% had canceled upcoming trips. Future bookings in both airlines and hotels have turned down again. And as for international travel, the most lucrative air routes, the EU has recommended that member states limit non-essential travel from the U.S., An ominous quote from the U.S. CEO of KPMG drove home the point well beyond COVID considerations. We're not traveling internationally, period, he said. We use Microsoft Teams where I can be on three continents in one day. All this points to a shock to the travel, leisure, and hospitality sectors that may well extend beyond the pandemic. And it should come as no surprise that airlines have warned on near-term profits. Take that into consideration when buying names in these sectors in your search for yield. So there you have it. Three things in credit. One, Biden's wealth redistribution plan is sure to feature higher corporate tax rates. Don't lose sight of the impact that will have on corporate earnings. Two, credit deterioration in the buy now, pay later space could be a canary in the coal mine for consumer lenders. And three, the Delta variant is causing business travel to fall off once again. But don't think travel, leisure, and hospitality sectors will be out of the woods post-COVID. As always, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to check in on KBRA.com for our latest rating reports and research, and let us know what you think. See you next week.